Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Sugats. How you feeling today? <sighs> I, a little tired. <laughs> I feel good, though. Something about this stage, yes. I feel good what about. What about it? I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know what it is. Well, it, it's it, not the table. Does it make you feel good in a positive way, in an insecure way, in a negative way? Like, no, What it, is it about this big stage that is perched above Radio Row here in Arizona that makes you feel different than where we've been doing it the entire week? It makes... Feels bigger? It makes me feel like thicker. We, um, yeah, it makes me feel like, you know, we, mm-hmm. we've arrived. We accomplished something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've been on... I mean... I love the stage. It's fantastic. Yeah. We arrived many, many years ago. You realize that, right? I mean, maybe you. You and I did Radio Row from an ESPN stage, Bill. I know. And (laughs) to be honest with you, it's kind of felt far away since then, but it feels Uh, like we're back. Now I see. Okay. You were yearning for it. It's been out of your life. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we've gotten back to where we were. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It it, it it actually does in a weird way, and I think I agree with you. It feels good. It yeah. feels cool. I like the stage. Yeah. I wish I spent the entire week up here. Um, yeah, you know, our, our setup, though, was also kind of intimate. Like, there's a good, you know, right. I, I guess I kind of like the, the mix, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm just telling myself that. But, like, our table over there. I think you're there, telling yourself that, No, because, like, our table over there with the, you know, with the background, uh-huh. we were all kind of, like, on top of each other. And then that leads yeah. to, like, Doggy going and, like, grabbing you. I saw you, like, slap a couple people, like, on the I knees did. and, like, I in did. her thighs. Yeah. And, like, you were, like, getting very, you know... You know, I've done so many radio rows that I know how uh, how how everyone's feeling right now. So yeah. what I've been doing is walking by tables. I have. I did this this morning to three tables. They have no idea who I am, but they're staring at me. You know, like so. I, it's funny, but I walk by them, and I say, "Listen, guys, it's Friday Super Bowl week radio row. You got to dig deep today. Yeah, yeah. You got. You just. You gotta thunder through it. Dig deep, and then you have your weekend. That's have you, it. Have you been doing that? I've done it three times already. Yeah. yeah, a little advice for the kids out there, man. Listen. Look, look at you. Listen, I am now. <laughs> what are you saying? Nothing. I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. No, finish your thought. I want to hear what you're saying. You're saying I'm old? No, that was just the I'm thought. I'm becoming mad dog. That's what's happening here. I'm the KG vet who's giving advice to the youngsters out there, telling them how to get through Friday on Radio Row. That's what Doggy used to do for me, and now I am passing it along to the young kids in our industry. He's, how about that? He's thriving today. I don't think he's dragging. Yeah. What do you mean? 
He's oh, doggy, uh, doggy went to sleep by 8 o'clock. He's probably worked out already. He can't even play tennis. I yeah. mean, he's out of his mind, you know? Did you shave before you came? No. No? No, no. Yes, I did shave before I came. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why? Is it grown in? No, yeah, it's grown in. I was just Good. wondering if you have. Because my, my hair doesn't grow as quick, so. I like to grow the beard out when I go to cold places, cold weather places. Yeah. It's nice here. Yeah. But I'm going to Syracuse, New York after this. Mm. And uh, and therefore, I think, if, I, if my plane gets there. And uh, and so I like to grow the beard out because it gives me a little extra layer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. See ya. I don't. And I don't personally know. No, I can't grow a beard. But what do you make of your coolness factor this week? Because uh, again, last night it happened. Billy it's... Gill goes to a cigar party. Ron Jaworski's. Nothing happened last night. Now, Golick left us tickets. By the time we got there, Golick was gone. He was sleeping. He was in bed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, we had nothing to do with us. It seemed, by the way, like a really nice area, but it was dark out by the time we got there. Also, the hotel where we picked you up at seemed like it had, like, a great view. I haven't seen any of Phoenix. Like, I don't know what it looks like. I think I was telling you yesterday that my wife was like, oh, my God, you're going to Arizona. Like, how cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I've seen... The hotel, the inside of Ubers, or the inside of a convention center. That's yeah. it. I haven't seen anything. Same here. And the hotel they put me up in is very, very nice. Yeah. I haven't been able to enjoy it for a single second. Yeah. Not one. But you were again, Billy. I, I'm telling you. I don't I, know if this is going to your head. I didn't if talk maybe to anyone I had, yesterday. Well, I, I'm not certain. Maybe I didn't notice how cool you were. But you wore a suit last night. Oh, yeah. You were looking good. And, like, I'm listen. I'm talking to some people who love the show, and, you know, next thing I know, I walk past the VIP area, and who's in there? Billy Gill. <laughs> I mean, shoulder to shoulder with Chris Berman. <laughs> Boomer! The way that that happened was actually kind of funny, because, like, I saw you out there kind of, like, trying to peek in to see what was going I on. I was. I was and jealous I came, of you. I came from, like, the side that you weren't at, and I just stood right next to you from inside. I go, hey, what's up? <laughs> I mean, Eric Dickerson was inside the room. <laughs> and then I walked away. <laughs> Uh, how was it in there? It was all right. It was nice. It was nice of you to let me in after 15 minutes. Yeah, I just, you know, I told you, like, hey, just come around. This. I know. Hey, he's with me. Don't worry. He's fine. He's with me. He's cool. Oh, man. You know who else was in there, by the way? Juju? Uh, yes, Juju was in there. Yeah. But uh, Steve Levy was in there also, oh, who leaves. we're going to talk to today. Uh, he's calling the game in Australia and New Zealand. He just He's calling the game. He's the voice of the Super Bowl. He's no, calling you, the game. You should suggest that to him. Can you do that? Well, sure, why not? It's the no, last because day. you're right. No, no, no. It is such a great point by you. If I'm Steve Levy and I'm calling the game in any country, I just tell people I'm the voice. Hey, what do you do for a living? I call the Super Bowl. Well, uh, like, I love that. You don't have to specify which country you're doing it in. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't. I wonder. I, I think he's done it before. I don't think that this is his first time calling the Super Bowl. Which is great. It's cool. We were talking before uh, when we found out that he's going to call the Super Bowl, Stugatz. Yeah. And I, I noticed this in Miami, and I was saying, I was like, I bet in Australia they think Steve Levy is, like, the biggest sportscaster in America. I would think. Which he is. I mean, he did Monday Night Football for a couple of years. Uh, he did, but he's called, I think this is his third Super Bowl that he's yeah. calling in Australia and New Zealand. And so I would imagine that he would be received there like Joe Buck is received here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How do you That's think, the only voice they know in Sydney. I mean. How do you think Joe Buck is received here? 
Because uh, actually, Lukewarm. here I was going to say actually here he's <laughs> he's not always received well. Right here, it's such a great point by you. Lukewarm is do that you, fair? <laughs> do you think that he's like a king in St. Louis? Yeah, right. In St. Louis, yeah. Because of his dad, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that's his city that he is I, I should say because of his dad. He's a great broadcaster in his own right. He's yeah. a friend of ours. And he's a friend of the show. Uh, no, he is, Billy. He's, I mean, I, Billy, I'm not, I've known Joe Buck for a long time. I'm I mean, not saying he's not a friend of yours. I'm just right. saying he, do, he does not know me from Adam, as they say. Like, that, I don't think he considers me a friend. Lots of people don't consider me a friend. Right. Okay. That's fair. In fact, yesterday. And I tend to take it too far with my friends where we have a relationship. I'm not certain it's a friendship. It's just a relationship. So, but he has been like Dan. I would say Dan is friendly with Joe Buck. So we have an, I have an update on because uh, you're going around with this whole cool th- situation. Yeah. So we told you on the previous episode that we booked a guest, and the guest booker came up and said, "Is it you and Dan?" And two guys said, "No, it's me and Billy." And then he said, "I don't know who the hell that is." While I was sitting right there, and he had just pointed at me, and the guy like in my face says, "I don't know who the hell that is." And I was like, "Okay, that's kind of rude." The only time that I've been out anywhere was yesterday when I went with you. Like, I was editing. I put out the episode, scheduled it to be released, whatever. You've been crushing it, Billy. So we go, we go there. We're there for a couple hours. The guy that said that to my face was there and then pitched us another guest that we're going to have on uh, later today or tomorrow. And Stugat says, oh, no, it's it's me and Billy. And then the guy looks at me again in my face. He goes, what's your name? <laughs> and I shook his hand and introduced myself again. Yeah. Sorry about been that. Very, a very humbling experience. Seems like a real nice guy. Yeah, but we have planted seeds for you. And that's what, you know, for yeah. me, okay, again, I have turned into Christopher Mad Dog Russo. I'm becoming the godfather of sports radio, yeah. okay? I have inspired a generation. And for me, no, I have. And for me, what I have been trying to do, one of my goals this week, is to have you start to form your own relationships. Well, and now you have one with yeah. Christopher Mad Dog Russo. And you, and you have one with Chris Sims. And you have one with some other people. And yeah. I'm very, very excited about that. People are starting. Billy, in a couple of years, you keep doing this with me, yeah. okay? Just a couple more years. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you keep doing it, and everyone's going to know your name. Yeah. Okay? I mean, the problem is I, I've not done a great job of networking, but... Yes, you have. Maybe, because, yeah, maybe uh, next year I could get some editing listen, help. Listen, I don't, I don't want to come off as a big shot people. pat myself on the back. Yeah. What you have done is the way you have networked is by simply standing next to me. Okay? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's not always good because you don't always present... Well, you know what I mean? Thanks, Bill. It could be positive or negative. Mostly positive. Hopefully. The thing, the thing is, is that in, in these Billy, circles. Billy, go to the Radio Hall of Fame. Jesus Christ, in man. These, hey, look who's here. <laughs> hey, Austin. What's, what's up, going Austin? on, Austin? How are you? Our buddy Austin Eckler just strolling on set because that's what he look does. Look at this, Austin. Yeah, come on. Look at come this. sit with us, man. They'll, they'll get you wired up. Wait, hold on. They're going to get you a headset here. Uh, I was trying to tell Billy I'm going to the Radio Hall of Fame. He's disrespecting me, man. What? Hold on a second, Austin. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on hold a second. On. We're going to get you. Hold on here. a second. Take mine for now. Okay, here. I love you just strolling up here. I like the way this works, Austin. What's you up, just kind of come in and you're like, you know well, what? You know, I, was, I was a little salty when I saw this. Really? Why? Why? You know, because, you, know, you know, we had the nice little table set up yesterday and I was like, yeah, you know, guys got the table out in the middle. Yeah. And then I walk in this morning right yeah. over there about to see so. the show with Echo's Edge. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. They wait. got this huge stage. Can we be honest? Because we saw you over there yeah. and we were debating whether or not to ask you, but you've been wow. so good to us. And like, no, 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 when you start asking every single time, it ceases to become a friend. The friendship's over. And then we're 
we're just having you on the air all the time. And so wow. I'm very cognizant of that. And I try not to do it. i got to be honest with not, you. That's not how that played out at all. <laughs> we were sitting here. Sugatz is looking around. He goes, oh, Mark Slareth there. Stink. Should we get stink on? He goes, look, Austin's over there. Let's get Austin. I go, don't bother Austin. Like, Austin was also good with us yesterday. Like, don't bother him. I'm sure he has things that he's doing today. Like, don't grab him and bring him over here. Well, look, I just had to come give you guys some shit because, like, I was like, hey, look at this setup. Man. Yeah. You guys got the whole booth. We were doing a little table yesterday. Yeah, right? yesterday. With a little background. Yeah. So I just Feels a little bit bigger, agree. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. this is this is your show. Yeah, this is like this is the magnitude that you should be at right here. This, this is, is it, Austin. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. Yes. So That's good. Very so nice good. Of you. Next yeah, year, your name's gonna be on the banner with us. Nah, it's gonna nah, be nah, a whole nah. thing. I gotta earn yeah. my I gotta earn my stripes. <laughs> Not yet. Give me another year. You look good, man. I gotta I, tell you. I appreciate it. Well, I gotta get over. I gotta get back over there. Hey, I just want to come say again. You want to plug something? What are you gonna talk about? yeah. Keep listening. Promote the app. God bless football. Promote the app. Go ahead. Promote the app. Yeah, you guys can check out Experience as well. Um, you know, it's Experience on iOS. E K S P E R I E N C E. Experience on the App Store or experience.net. Check us out. Appreciate it. And uh, always keep listening to these guys for sure. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. No, nah, you're good. No, no, no. I feel like I, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm still not certain I'm not taller than you. <laughs> All right, enough enough you of this. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me see. You're doing this again. I'm not going to do it again. Thanks, we've, we've already established you're taller than us. Uh, who's going to win the game, Austin? Have you ever made a prediction on a game, Austin? You're not doing it he now. Care. I love you. Bye. You see? Yes. See? That's yes. what happens. You don't bother him. He comes over, just wants to hang out. That's and then great. You start bothering him again. I, I love him. Well, I mean, when in Rome. <laughs> what I was what I was going to say before Austin came when over was, you, I was saying how you, you know, sometimes don't present great, right? But yes. this is, this is, everyone's you here. So this is like, this is definitely your environment. Yes. You're looking is. to see who he's going to have on so you can try to take that person. I see what you're doing over I there. Am. You know he's going to have some, no, I'm going to say, Austin, why did, why, <laughs> I'm going to get mad at him and say, hey, why don't you just stay right here and whoever you're having on right now could have came on with us. That's it. I would have loved to have done an entire day from Radio Row with Austin. Yeah, but Austin has I'm, things the that guess he's doing. we would have gotten. Austin, ha we, had, we got good guests. Uh, we got great guests, but like Billy, it's different level, okay? He texted Justin Herbert and Justin Herbert comes on. That's what we haven't tapped into with Austin Eckler yet that we need to start tapping into with Austin That's Eckler. what you just told him you're not going to do. <laughs> anyway, I become the godfather of uh, of, of Radio Row. Have I, you? Have, I feel like that, yeah. Like, Billy, people are walking. It's 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 the way I used to be when I was a kid. Yeah. Where all these big shots, the big time shows, they'd walk past me, scared to approach them. I, I could sense that this entire place is terrified to approach me. Um, they want to have me on their show. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing now is, listen, you don't want to approach me, I understand. You haven't done your walk around yet. I know. I will just walk around. I'm going to offer up some advice to the kids today. Yeah. Tell them how to get through this, okay? Some advice moving forward in the industry. Yeah. And uh, what else What else am I going to do today? I'm going to somehow beg every single celebrity I know to get me a private chat to Syracuse, New York. I'm well, just letting you know. Okay. I got, I got word back from Chris Sims. What do you say? So, well, I, I sent a group text. So we're trying to figure out a time. I have a time that we could we could work out with him. Okay. So the good news is it looks like we will be getting Chris Sims hopefully if our schedules align. But also we have a lot planned today too. And I don't know it's why we Sims keep doing this. It's Sims' show. Ourselves. Why is Sims giving us such a? I mean, listen, I view. Because he. Cause, here's how I view God bless football. If you want to know the truth, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You and I, okay. I'm the host. 
You're the executive producer slash co-host. Mm. Okay, Sounds that's like, that's, that's mm. the way. I, co-host slash executive producer. It doesn't matter. Put it in any order you want. You're the co-host. Okay, forget it. So Mikey A is the executive producer. All right. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I, okay. My feelings are hurt. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're the co-host. I don't care what you call me. But I also view like I think there are multiple hosts on the show, and it's what has made the show uh, very very popular. Okay. Mm-hmm. This show was not mine. The show is not yours. It's ours. Yeah. Okay. It is also Mike Golick's. It is also Chris Sims. It is also Mojo's. Mm-hmm. And it also it's also K Fox. Yeah. And so that and Carl Douglas's. And Car- well, yeah. Carl kind of quit on us. Well, he did. And then he sent us. But now a, he's back. Yeah. He sent us a text yes. saying I unquit because yes. Dan said I'm allowed to unquit. But that's how I view it, and I tell Golick and Chris Sims that all the time. That this is their show. I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't know the future of this. Yeah. Uh, but I do know that we own the rights to this show, you oh. and I. And uh, therefore, uh, Golick and Chris Sims do as well. So that's that. How about that? Okay. All right. Kevin Clark's over there. Who? Oh, perfect. So Steve Levy's coming on? Leaves. Yeah. Steve yeah. Levy, uh, we taped this, obviously. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll get you a little bit more info after this. Steve Levy and Stugatz. Steve Levy is one of the people that Stugatz would not let go. Like, he just wanted to talk to Steve Levy about WFAN for days. I do. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, Steve Levy, listen, he is a, uh, he's one of those guys. Yeah. (laughs) He's, He's a lifer. Yeah. He really is. Steve Levy is one of the nicest people in this industry, mm-hmm. and he is a lifer. And what I love about lifers, Billy, is he start. He has done all the stuff that you and I have done, okay? Because Dan hasn't done this stuff. The board opping, the intern, the editing, the cutting and splicing, uh, the reel-to-reels. That, that's what we used to use. I'm using old terms. Yeah. The editing, the producing, the booking of guests. Steve Levy has done it all. And has arrived in a very, very, very amazing spot where he started as a producer, worked at WFAN, got himself all the way to ESPN, sports center anchor, voice and face of hockey for ESPN, and the voice of the Super Bowl in Australia and New Zealand. Look at that. <laughs> Should we get to him? Yeah, let's get to my buddy, uh, Steve Levy, who I respect very, very much and is a huge hit in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. An old friend from ESPN, it's Super Bowl week. He is calling the Super Bowl 
in Australia. Mm. Look at you, big Are we time. On television. Where's my one shot? <laughs> Where do, which camera do I look into? We left TV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to you? I could see you shower this week. What are you doing over you there? You expected more, <laughs> did you? Huh? Really? You yeah, expected like me to be clean shaven? Seven huh? week stubble. I mean, Levy, are you meeting me for the first time? <laughs> oh, I, I forgot who I was dealing. I with. I didn't shave when I worked at ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That entire time. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> ZZ Top beard working. Eight years. Uh, ESPN Super Bowl in Australia. You're calling yeah. the Super Bowl in Australia. That's let's, interesting. Let's forget the Australia part. No, I, I, like, I don't want to forget. I like to just tell people I'm calling the Super well, Bowl. Well, that's a heavy yeah. play. Yes. <laughs> For the ladies, how you doing? I'm calling. I'm the voice of the Super Bowl pretty much. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Only in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> Which so, is conveniently located. So, Steve, we were talking about this when we knew that you were going to come on, and yeah. we knew that you're calling the, the Super Bowl. Not in Australia. Just Bowl. you're the voice of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we have decided. Don't tell Burkhart, yeah. We've decided that there is a nation and and an entire part of the world that thinks that you are the biggest broadcaster in the world. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. This is all they get. <laughs> I'm Jim Nance to them, right? right. Yeah. So when you I'm show Joe up, in, Buck. you show up in Australia, like, oh my right. God, like the biggest broadcaster in the world is here. He chose right. our island continent to visit. I like where your head's at there. This yeah. is my third year doing it, so I've become a fixture. Only in those two places. <laughs> no other broadcaster has called the game on television three years in a row. That's right. Yeah, I see the wheels. I, I like you. Look at I, this. I see the wheel. He should be your agent. And you're much better looking. It looks like you did shower and shave for us. Where's Dan? Is Dan ducking me? That's the question. Where's, Dan? where's Dan? Dan's in Miami. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he's ducking the Super Bowl. Is what he's ducking. <laughs> he's so he's big. He's ducking social interaction. Boy, he's gotten big. Yeah. Yeah. You mean fat? No, I mean large in stature. Is what I Wait, Steve, but Billy's on to something here. Yeah. You fire up an appearance in Sydney. Can you yeah. imagine the crowd that would come out to see you? They don't know any better. Right? <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> really? I get my best people on it, my entire team. Are you going to weave some? Do you weave some, like, you know, shrimps on the Barbie? No, do you I do can't any of be that? that guy. Why? My greasy tried I would that, totally two, that two years ago. I'm like, really, Brian? We're going to be those people now. We're, <laughs> is it cliche day? Is that what we're going to do? So. You really got mad at Greasy? Brian? Yes, absolutely. And he tried it out on me. He really like rehearsed it. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> wait, shrimp on the Barbie. Good day, mate. Come on. We can't be those guys. Wait, but how did he like, what, was he doing an actual call and tried to present it to you? Or did he just do it like as a standalone? Like, hey, I'm going to weave these things into the broadcast. Like, did he yeah. attempt to actually do it? Yes, he was going to yes. weave it. And he wanted to come on the air. And so when we do come on the air, Super Bowl Sunday here, uh, it's actually Monday morning in Australia yeah. and New Zealand. So that's right. sort of. Messes up. That kind of sucks when you think about it. Can't be good day, mate. Good morning, mate, or something. I don't no, know. no, but Super Bowl Monday morning doesn't have right, any. Weird. <laughs> can you start drinking that? Or I guess you can. Right? Well, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I don't know. The Fosters, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, do you enjoy this whole media radio row walking around? Yeah. I mean, Levitar does it clearly, or, right. or else he'd be here. But do you enjoy it? I do, but you know, I've been in the business so long. I know so many people. I started out with so many people in radio back, you know, WFAN so long ago. And so, uh, you know, so many years at ESPN and colleagues have left, but they land up in other great spots. And it's just a great place to see everybody I never get to see. So uh, I'm glad it's back. You know, listen, we, we had two awful years, right? Yeah. 
Billy, you're a young guy, but those would be the two worst years of your life. We had a pandemic, you know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. and so everything was shut down. And now this is this is a real sign, you know, that we're back. I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool, and it's you're right. It's good to see uh, a lot of old friends and stuff. Um, so the NFL. And you calling the Super Bowl yeah. in Australia three voice consecutive of. times. Yeah, the voice mm -hmm. of the Super Bowl. Uh, you got yourself a good game here. Yeah. Do you find that the uh, Do you find that the people? So in Australia, do they like? How popular? I, I'm I'm wondering. Like, what are the numbers? Very what are the fair. ratings in New Zealand and Australia? Very fair question. So I, I thought that to myself when we got the gig, you know, three years ago. And wait a second, the NFL gives us a booth. At the Super Bowl, right. to broadcast just to those two countries. It's amazing, and they're bringing in, you know, it was, it was Greasy and, and Riddick and all overpriced talent to call. Like it costs mm. a lot of money. Right. The ratings are that good. There's that much interest. I guess Monday Night Football uh, rates off the charts uh, in those two countries, and uh, and the Super Bowl as well. So my point is, it's worth it. But for the you know for the NFL to give you a booth, I mean. That just speaks volumes right there. The space, because yeah. that's valuable space. Of course, that yes. real estate. Who gets yes. a booth? And so uh, right. so we make it feel like a big deal, and it is really cool. And again, I get to be here all week, and done 18 of these. You know, Sports Center is really cool from here, and they rotate guys around. And, and then to do the game itself. You know, you get lost in it in the moment. You know, we come on the air, and, you know, we know we're going to Australia and New Zealand, right? But when you're doing the game, the heat of it, you're just calling the Super Bowl. Right. And that's that's really cool. I'm going to keep my credential. Too. I like that Monday night football in Australia is like Tuesday night football. And then Super Bowl Sunday is like Super Bowl Monday. Like yeah. everything's a different thing. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. You got to train yourself. Like what kind of foods are they eating now? You're probably not having a hot dog at 10 in the morning. <laughs> maybe you are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, listen, you don't know what they're doing in Australia. Maybe no. they are doing that. No. Uh, speaking of old friends, look at this old friend right here. Mike Golick at 60 years old. And then he look great. Skinny, you know he's pitching skinny, pork rhymes man. and obesity in the same day? Is that amazing? <laughs> he is. Yeah, he told really? us that. Yeah. He's getting paid, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's being not, paid more. Listen. Won't be here for free. You think you're making a lot for calling the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> no, not compared to what Golick's Golick doing, no. is cleaning house this yeah. week. <laughs> look at him. He's never looked better. Uh, How could that guy be a defensive lineman in the NFL? It's a bit, well, he in said there were, there were times where Reggie and Jerome Brown told him, listen, just don't move. <laughs> you're, you're getting in the way. <laughs> he tells us that story. All the time. Just stay, stay right where you line. are. We'll work around you. <laughs> I'm wondering what's the uh, what's the most you've done so much in broadcasting. You mentioned WFAN. You've done radio. You've done TV. You've called games. You've done hockey. What's the thing you enjoy the most? So, um, you know, people know me as a hockey guy, and I, and I appreciate that, and I like that. Uh, I wear that on my sleeve. But I came in the ESPN, we had a lot of hockey, right? We, we had one NFL seat, and right. I always thought that was sort of unattainable, and we had a million college football games. Not for Australia. Right. You got that one. <laughs> well, he also got Monday night. He attained it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so that's always been, it really was. Monday night football was the dream job from, yeah. from day one. Mm -hmm. And to achieve that is... Um, you know, it was really remarkable, again, during those same two years. Imagine you get your dream gig, right? And the music plays the theme, and there's nobody in the stadium. Like, right. Riddick and Greasy and I were looking at each other. There's nobody here. Crazy. You know, piped-in, fake crowd noise and all that stuff. And so it was a wild two years. I, I really wouldn't change anything. I landed in a great spot as the second guy and uh, our second team. And I don't know if you guys heard, I'm doing the Super Bowl. This yeah, is yeah you are. Uh, Voice so of the Super Bowl. Back to back to back. Yeah. Life is good. I'm eight. You're great. I, I've told you this before, man. I, I really am. I'm the luckiest guy in the business. I really. Yeah. I just stepped in it, 
try to treat people the right way, yep. do the right thing, and uh, and work as hard as I can. Uh, I'm wondering, and, and it's a difficult question, but because that was dream job, Monday Night Football, yeah. you got it. You had to be upset when it was kind of taken away. You understand because yep. you know this business so yeah. well. You understand why it was taken away, but yeah. you had to be upset, right? So you know what softened the blow, and I'll, I'll be totally honest Australia? with you guys. <laughs> no, that, that, <laughs> that didn't soften the blow. <laughs> uh, if I would have been replaced by someone like myself, right. like at my level, I would have been crushed. I would have been angry. Like if it was, no, not even me. <laughs> yeah, not, if, if it was you, he would have been beyond crushed. <laughs> but someone at your level, you know, yes. But like Joe Buck is Joe Buck. And, right. You know, and I, I get that. I, not a bad guy to be replaced by. You yes. know what? My strength, honestly, and what's really helped me in the business, I know where I rank. Man. Right. I, I really do. I was never going to be that superstar. When I was doing SportsCenter, so Stuart cool, Scott. Yeah. Stuart Scott was a superstar. Right. You know, Van Pelt has his own thing. Like, I'm a guy. I'm good. I'm good. I try right. hard. I work hard. I love hard. that. Yes. But I know where I stand and I rank. And this is Joe Buck. And if it wasn't Joe, it was going to be Al Michaels. Like, somebody told me I was third on the whiteboard. I mean, that, that's a good spot to be it's in. It's a great spot to be right? in. Yes. Joe Buck and Al Michaels. I mean, come on. Plus, you got so, to do it for a couple of years. Absolutely. Yes. And still, we still, you know, we get, we're the second team. There'll be a bunch of doubleheaders next year. We'll get like six Monday night games ourselves. Orlovsky and Riddick are great. We're having a good time. So, And I started doing uh, NFL on ESPN Radio this year. So on Sundays where I'm not, or Mondays I'm not in the booth, I'm doing a game Sunday in the NFL stadium. So you'll never hear me complain, brother. You know how I am about that stuff. And I honestly mean it. I think that's super cool. And it, like in an industry that's full of ego, you know exactly where, where you stand. And I think that's important, especially for young people trying to get into the business. Like, yeah, yeah there are people better than you. But just, you know, but no one's better than Joe Buck. And, and, and stature and <laughs> right. presence and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And look at the economy and look what's going on in the world in our business. Like, how, how could we're talking about sports and getting paid for it? Yep. How could you complain? We're uh, we're stealing for a living. Yeah. We really are. Really, my time. You should do. You should do the game with a ski mask on. <laughs> Show up in the back door of the bank <laughs> on Tuesday. We can't do it on Monday because it's mm-hmm. it's Monday there. It's Monday so there. Yeah. Are you uh, handling the uh, sports center too uh, yep. after the Super Bowl? Yep. Uh, yep. No, not after the Super Bowl. Oh. Nope. They give me a break on that one. Oh, that's nice of them. But we do sports center all week leading up to it. To okay. The big game and it's uh, it's great. All right. We appreciate it, man. Uh, good luck. Uh, if I was in Australia, I promise I'd be uh, I'd be listening Would to you. Would you consider to go to Australia? Australia you should. I'll do game. an appearance with you if you want. I mean, for cashing some frequent flyer miles. <laughs> listen, Billy's on to something there. You should Billy. fly to Australia just to listen to his call of the game. I'm on not going to do that. Well, then, <laughs> I thought we were tight. Exactly. We are tight. Oh, not that tight. <laughs> we are. But listen, if there's an appearance fee, yeah. you and I, we go yeah. show up in Australia together, do a couple of appearances. There's a place, Guzman y Gomez, I can set you up at. Mexican restaurants really? like the Taco Bell of Australia. My friends own it. They'll pay you a lot of money to come out there and do there some stuff. Off, all right. Sounds good. I mean, fifteen percent. Okay. Is that all? Fifteen <laughs> percent? Yeah, that's Give all. Give Billy some for marketing too. Thank I you. Will. I will. Uh, you're the best. We love you, right. and uh, have a great call of the game. Enjoy the game, man. Tell Dan I didn't say hello. <laughs> I will. I will tell him that. <laughs> you guys are great. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone, gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bill, you know what I found interesting from... Uh... From Steve Levy. I have a question for you, real quick. Yeah. Just, okay. Okay. You, you totally. Uh, well, no, it's it's an, it, you, it's an important question. You answered my question with a question. Yeah. No, it's an uh, important question. Uh, so since this is on video, right? Yeah. And we're talking, people yeah. are walking by us. Justin Fields just walked he past did. us. Yeah. So if the camera picks it up, can we say that Justin Fields was on the show with us today? Yes. He was on the show with us yesterday, but we can, we can say that like, Justin he's Fields is back. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, look, 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 look who he's talking to. Look uh, what would have happened if you would have said, hey. Eckler, that's why you had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'd leave too. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, great. Austin has Justin Fields on right now. You know what I found interesting from Steve Levy? What? Because Lord knows you do not find this in our industry very often. What's that? Steve Levy knows his place. Steve Levy said, yeah, you know what? It was tough giving up the Monday Night Football job. But I gave it up to Joe Buck. Yeah. And he's a lot better at it than I am. I'm good. I'm really good. But he's better at it that you never, ever, ever hear that in our ego-soaked industry. You don't. You don't hear it, Bill. Yeah. I, I think that he thinks that he did a good job at Monday Night Football and yeah, but, keep doing it. No, but he also, he he does. He yeah. does think he did do a good job. But he acknowledges that Joe Buck is a bleeping legend. Yeah. And, he, and it's okay to be replaced by Joe Buck, and I'm still calling the Super Bowl in Australia. Yeah. Uh, how about that? I personally don't know if I would say Joe Buck is better than Steve Levy. I think they're both good. They're just different. Steve Levy is telling you that Joe Buck is better than Steve yeah, Levy, but and Steve Levy is a student of broadcasting. Yeah, okay. Steve Levy is also being humble. Uh, listen, classic leaves. Classic leaves. <laughs> oh, so let me tell you. So I, yeah. I, I, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. So you've mentioned the party. I saw Steve at the party yeah. when we were in like the VIP or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I told Juju, look, there's Steve leaving. Juju's taking pictures with everybody. Juju's like, everybody loves Juju. People walk up to Juju. They want to take photos with him. They don't someone, even know who someone, he is. Someone we were leaving said, walked up to me because Juju was walking away. He said, hey, who is that? And I go, you don't know? I go, that's Juju Gotti. I was like, you want, let me get him. And I bring Juju over to someone. I was like, that's Juju Gotti. It's unbelievable. And then they take a picture with him. It's anyway, amazing. so he goes, he takes a picture. The biggest hit on Radio Row. He takes a picture with Steve Levy mm. and uh, and I, because I was like, oh, we spoke to him earlier today. like, And he seemed to have a good time because when he got off air, he's like, oh, that was good. Like, whatever, right? Because I told him, oh, you know, say that you're three-time Super Bowl. No one's done this before, all of that stuff, right? So when Juju goes and takes a picture, I'm the one taking the picture. And then when, when he leaves, I go, I shake his hand. I go, hey, the biggest broadcaster in Australia <laughs> and then he looked at me and he goes very good and I was like okay this this got old for him very quickly <laughs> maybe he didn't like it as much as I thought and then I didn't speak you're very to, insecure for then someone I didn't who's so speak cool to anyone else the rest of the night you went from the coolest guy on radio row right back to insecure Billy no I went back to the quiet guy there was like what is he thinking why isn't he talking
What's so weird about this guy? I want to know more. Why do you think so much? I don't know. Stop thinking. I can't. I can't turn off my brain. Hey, Who's we're going to talk to Adam Vinatieri. Oh, my God. This is very exciting. Is I it? Mean, <laughs> Vinatieri. He's one of the great kickers of all time. I'm wondering how it came out on air yesterday because um, we had Adam Vinatieri right after we joined the show live on whatever day it was Thursday yeah, yeah I yesterday. have no idea where we are right now so we had we had Adam Vinatieri on and like I, I don't know how it went because we weren't there but like I, I I kind of at one point Stugatz and I don't know if it made the air I was like love you guys we gotta go we're talking to Adam Vinatieri <laughs> and I don't know how that was received <laughs> This is exciting because he is one of the great kickers of all time. Yeah. He has played both with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I think you're going to find there's some interesting stuff. And he's jacked. I am told that Vinatieri, am I saying that right? No. Vinatieri. Uh, I am told that he is jacked. Yeah. Now, I'll believe it when he sits down with us. Well, I have to see it first, but I am told he's jacked. You know what else I'm told? What? He's third co uh, cousins with Evil Knievel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that piques your interest. It huh? does. What a random thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who's your third cousin? Evil Knievel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Let's talk to Adam. All right. Let's go. How you doing, man? Good. Yeah, Good. Can't complain. Good. Living the dream. Excellent. This can't be the dream, though. It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. <laughs> really? Hell yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying the retired life. It's been it's been fun. How old are you now? Just turned 50 in December. Man, I, you get all retired 50. Yeah, right? I'm not officially retired. I'm just not kicking balls in. Mm, I'm, right, still, right. I'm still rocking and rolling a little bit. Yeah. Cowboys could use a kicker, Adam. <laughs> 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 I felt bad for, ooh, that was a tough one, that's for Dan. Did you feel bad for him? Uh, I, mean, I know how it feels like to miss. I don't know what it feels like to miss four in a row in a game like that. It's right. just a, but at that point, after he missed the first one or two, he's now he's really thinking about it, and so it just goes downhill from there. But what, ooh, what's what's the uh, what's the worst you've ever felt for a kicker? Because you could feel their pain. You really can. Like you've been there. You've been in so many situations. You've also made so many great clutch kicks. But is there a uh, has there been a moment in NFL history or a kicker that you played against where you missed a kick? where Adam Vinatieri felt bad for him? Well, obviously it was before me, but nothing's like Scott Norwood missing in the Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, that, yep. that I don't think, no situation could be more negative than that, I guess, you know, right. any way you look at it. I mean, and I've missed kicks that it cost us games, and and uh, I think the worst one is, is if you if you miss a kick, in a playoff game and you lose and it's the last kick of the season you gotta you gotta eat that for the next nine months until you finally get to go back out there and have another one so uh yeah i think that's a, always a tough situation but um who was it chicago's kicker back in the day that did the old double doink oh that's right you in stuff. a playoff game yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, I, when it ever gets to the playoffs it's you know it's a Parky. single yeah, cody parky yeah. Yeah. yeah single elimination at that point and you never want that to happen that's for sure how hard would it be for you to intentionally doink? Because you're with us on behalf of DiGiorno, and if someone doinks it, we win free pizza. That's right. That's right. Um, so, so here's really? the thing. I yeah. think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, rooting yeah. for a doink. That's the thing, Adam. The huh. Although the doink can still hit the upright and go in, it can be yes. like a little kiss. Or you're right. You can doink the the you know the the 
middle part and it goes in and and then all of a sudden you're you know the crossbar it goes in you everybody still gets pizza and then everybody can win so but, you're but, you're but, hoping not for failure you're hoping for a doink that, that wins everybody in. pizza that still goes that's in right, that's right right got it but billy's asking like how easy can you can you doink like on can you doink on demand? <laughs> um, I, uh, not necessarily, but I think if you gave me five shots at you know at a 35-yard field goal, I, if I don't hit it at least once or twice out of that, I'd be just kissing it kind of thing. I think I can put it within a foot of it each time, but you know, uh, it's you don't you try not to doink on yeah. purpose. To be honest with you, we don't practice uh, negative stuff on purpose. Although there's times that that you know we have a big crosswind or something, and I'll be aiming at the upright or outside the upright, knowing that the ball is going to do this if the if the wind's blowing hard enough. Uh, is there a kick for you personally that you think about every single day? A missed kick. I'm sorry to harp on this, but I am fascinated by the kickers because the only time that we really pay attention to the kickers, and you sure. know this, no, no doubt. is if they kick a game winner or they miss a big one. Yeah, so is there no. a personal one for you that just kind of sits with you every day? How the hell did I miss that one? I, I think the first one that I missed, the first game winner that I missed in in my career was in Kansas City, left hash. It was a 36, 37-yard field goal. Should be made, and I ended up doinking the upright, and wow. we ended up losing. And uh, I know my, my special teams coach, I think it was my third year in the league, I think he said to me, he said, you know, you think about the greatest guys and whoever you think the best is. He said, they've missed plenty of kicks. Mm -hmm. So you're going to miss, and you're going to miss. If you play long enough, you're going to miss a bunch. So right. um, it's just how you can react to it, how you can uh, come back from it and do a good job. But, what you know, missing a kick in the first quarter, you're like, you're pissed, and you're like, man, you know, I shouldn't have missed that. But missing that one at the end of the game feels ten times worse. Uh, when you first got started and first saw Tom Brady, if I told you Tom Brady was going to outlast you in the NFL, you would have told me what? <laughs> I would have said you're probably crazy. I didn't think I was going to play that long, and but but what he has done is just truly amazing. And the thing about it, like he's retiring on his terms, he could still play another year or two or three or whatever he wanted to do. So yeah, um, yeah no, what he's done is. I don't know if it can ever be duplicated again. I mean, seven Super Bowls, all the records that he has. There's Records are made to be broken. There'll be somebody that maybe has more yardage or more completions or more touchdowns or whatever, but to get seven Super Bowls in your career is insane. Did you guys kind of know that first – the first time you saw him play, did you think he'd turn into this? Like this – because – that first Super Bowl wasn't. It was more about the team than it was Tom. Tom wasn't putting up crazy stats. Did you guys have a? Did you have a sense that Tom Brady would turn into this kind of quarterback? So, so for me, Tom Brady, his learning curve was incredible. I think the coolest thing that I saw about him. I mean, we all saw his his combine pictures and his sixth round draft choice, and you look at this kid and go, "Well, what the heck, right?" right. But from what he transformed himself into by sheer effort and hard work and studying and all that stuff when we when we when I finally got to know Tom and who he was I knew he was going to be great now did I know he was going to be what he is today no but I knew he was an exceptional guy just by watching how he prepared for games how he studied what he did to transform his body in the weight room all that stuff he had he had what it took to be a great player enough about Brady enough about football <laughs> Let's talk pizza. Yeah. Because if people are going to win a pizza, they have to go to DiGiornoDoinks.com, correct, to correct. sign up, and then they could win a pizza. How? What's your perfect pizza, I guess? Man, you know, I, I, back in the day, I was one of these meat lover kind of guys. I'm, mm. I'm getting a little bit healthier now, so I'm trying Why? to, trying to yeah. well, I know, mm. trying, to, trying to eat a little bit healthier and stuff like that. But uh, I'm still the traditional crust. 
I love a Chicago style pizza too. Um, but uh, you know, if you if you ask me what's your favorite pizza, probably just a just a strict pepperoni pizza. But I do the old veggies and all the different stuff to yeah. try to make it a little healthier. No, at don't times do it. Don't stuff, do healthy. I mean, you're I retired now. Listen, it's let, not, look at look at the shape that you're in. Well, let loose and enjoy no, life. And he says he's living the dream. Yeah. I said this can't be the dream. He no. said it is the dream. I'm retired, and he's and he's right. He's retired at the age of fifty. He's done. You know what you should enjoy look like life, in retirement? Sebastian Janikowski yeah, playing. Exactly. That's what you should look like in yes. retirement. Drink a lot of vodka and yes. have a good time, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not doing the cauliflower pizza or any of that crap, mm. right? I'm not doing that stuff. Right. I, I still let it let it hang out a little bit and still still have a couple beers with my buddies and stuff like that. I just I just want to stay attractive to my wife. You yeah. Know? yeah. Man, you know, get out of the shower, look in the mirror, and not be embarrassed. You know. You so. are jacked. I got to tell you, man. Yeah. Surprisingly jacked. Are you bigger than when you were playing? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Really? Well, COVID happened, you know, and we all sat around and ate and, and you got drank, free weights. And I, I got a nice weight room in my house. I yeah. literally, I literally spent some time, effort, and money designing that thing because I wanted to, I wanted, and not have an excuse. And the cool thing is, is like, like my whole family gets into it now, and so everybody's pretty healthy. And I just, I just like to, I don't know, That's I awesome. like to look good. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? I do too, but I don't like to put in the effort, you know. <laughs> right. Adam Vinatieri with us. Uh, what for for you? Um, having played with both, because uh, I'm I'm really fascinated by Brady and Peyton Manning. You had the opportunity to to play with both of them. Um, what was the difference between those two in terms of just leadership? The ability, I think, is is fairly the same, but their philosophical kind of approach to the game and their leadership qualities. Well, I think there's a lot more similarities than differences with those two guys because they approach the game the exactly the same way. They know that they have to put all this effort in and study and study all week long to be, you know, they're 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 literally turning over every rock to get a little bit of an advantage or to find a tendency or something like that. The major difference is I mean, obviously, you know, you look at Peyton like he was the first round, first pick overall and all that stuff and so they had a different Sure. They had a different upbringing or a different way into the league where Brady was more the, you know, had a chip on his shoulder. He was always the backup guy. He was always the guy that had to prove himself more. I, I don't think one's better or worse. I think I think that tends to lean more into the South Dakota kid that had to scratch his way to get into the league and yeah. earn his spot too. So I can kind of relate to Brady a little bit more than everybody thinking I was the greatest thing ever. I mean, that was never right. the case for me. But it, their preparation and, and how they lead the team is very, very similar. Um, I think Peyton was kind of the the general manager, the head coach, and in in everything all in one. If he didn't like you, you're gone kind of thing. I right. think Tom took it a little bit different than that. But as far as intensity and preparation stuff, I mean, I – you know, and then you look at Drew Bledsoe was my first quarterback, and Andrew Luck was after was after. I mean, I was blessed to have really good quarterbacks my entire career, but those two guys in particular stand even ahead and shoulders of all of a lot of the other great guys because they just they just knew what. They knew how to do it right. Did you ever see Tom Brady eat pizza? Does he eat pizza? No, he eats like avocado ice cream and uh, stuff like that. Jesus. Yeah, no, I'm not, so just to answer Jesus. your question, I'm not doing that stuff, right? Yeah, I like, right. like uh, you know, well, I'll eat some good chicken breast or something, but I'm yeah. not eating avocado ice cream. I that feel like you nasty. can eat like shit and then just work it off, right? Well, at, well, within yeah, reason, I yeah, guess. I guess. Yeah. Within reason. How about I mean, but look at my body and look at yours. Don't take health right. tips from me. You look good, man. Hey, what are you talking thanks. about? Yeah. He's cool, right? He's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Right, you got right. a lot less gray hair. 
hair than me, so yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there. It's thinning. I think though. you're probably a little younger than me too. Yeah, aren't you? yeah. yeah. it's yeah. thinning, but your hair, you're, you're nice and thick there. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. Now, what was Peyton's favorite pizza? Because he was throwing down some pizza, Peyton. Uh, yeah, he he. I don't know what his favorite pizza would have been, but he he was always in the back of the plane. He'd have a couple drinks and stuff, and he was well, he was one of the guys kind yeah. of thing, if you yeah. will. So yeah. he had, he had fun. That's what made Brady better. I mean, I got to be honest with you. No drinking, <laughs> not one of the guys. You don't want to be one of the guys, right? Like, you, you be interested. Now. It'd be okay. interested now that he's retired. Does he does he still keep the same regimen, or does he decide to eat pizza and drink beer? I don't know. You don't think he's really retired, do you, Adam? I mean, come on. I, I do. I, I really think he. I mean, at this point, like he's got so many other this options it, huh? and stuff. I think he. I think he's got some other things in, in on his plate that he's going to enjoy too. First so. time around, did you think he was done? <laughs> you know, I felt like I felt like he didn't think he was. Yeah. I felt like he maybe had some pressure from other people telling yeah. him it's time and I don't think he wanted to. Right. And that's why I made quick decision like, nah, I'm coming back kind of yeah. thing. I think this time <laughs> nobody's telling him not to. I think it was his decision this go round and that's why I think he's probably ultimately truly is done. Mm-hmm. Uh Billy, do you realize all the players, all the years we've been playing football and all the players who have played football? No one has scored more points than the person you're sitting next to. <laughs> yeah. Do you realize that? Yeah. I mean, how does that feel? No one has scored more points than you in NFL history. You're a badass, Adam. Yeah, well, yeah, you are. Well, thank you. I, I tell you, I remember playing against Morton probably about 10, 12 years into my career, and he was, I don't think it was his last year, but he was very close to the end. He's right. a little older than me. And I remember, like, I was in awe of him. I, you know, I went over and shook his hand, fanboyed him a little bit, and I'm like, dude, your, your, your stats, your records are so far out of reach. Like, nobody's ever going to even come close to you again, right? Right. And, and then it's funny, you know, I keep playing and keep going. And, and I think kind of like what LeBron said two days ago, he's like, it was never my goal. And it's never my goal either to be the all-time anything. Mm-hmm. But as you keep on stacking years, the numbers just keep adding up. And, and all of a sudden, I looked at it and I go, you know, within three or four years, I could potentially catch Morton, you know. And, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even at that point, I wasn't like ready to retire, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going to see if I – it wasn't about that. It was like as long as I continue to love and play football and enjoy it and – be passionate about it. I wanted to keep going. And so it just kind of, it got to that point. I, I'm not going to lie that last year, you know, knowing, oh, it's, it's going to take me six games or seven or eight games to get to the to the record. That, it meant a little bit different. I, I wanted it at that point, you know, 10 years earlier, I didn't think about it, but that last year or two, I definitely was like, yeah, this would be really, really cool. Yeah, we so, don't want touchdowns. Stop no. scoring touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do have something in common with LeBron, which is uh, which is pretty incredible. Uh, Billy, this is getting- Not our financial statement, no. <laughs> no. Nowhere close. <laughs> I think Billy's going to perk up here. Uh, third Cousins with Evil Knievel. Yeah. Did- really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait like, a minute. Where's that factor? Yeah, yeah. Why, hold on a second. Why are we talking about pizza and yeah, all this other stuff? No Evil Knievel's he's, cousin. Yeah, he's my mom's second cousin. I saw it on a family tree way it's back amazing. in the day. And I go, no way. Wow. But, and the cool thing, when he was still alive, you know, when, when we were playing in Super Bowls, he would send me a good luck message. And really? We'd, yeah, we'd exchange Christmas cards so and stuff great. like that. Wow. His Christmas card is not like him jumping over over a canyon or it anything. Over be, a Christmas tree. No, it's a picture of this little tiny dog. That's what oh, he'd have on his boo. Christmas card. I'm like, no, man. Like, that's flex so, a little that's bit. That's not yeah. on brand for Evil yeah, Knievel, man. Like right? But no, it was. It was Are you a thrill seeker? Like, do you not have that like, in Not you? like that. Yeah, no. I do some crazy stuff. What's the craziest thing you've done? Um, I do a lot of like extreme hunting stuff. I, really, I've mm. chased after lions with a bow and arrow and stuff what? like that. Yeah, it's probably really dumb, but mm. but well, fun. Adam Knievel. Wait, Adam no, Knievel. I, can, can I like? 
paint that picture for us? You were doing yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, tracking and, you know, you're in Africa. I just, I literally, Did you kill one? three days ago, I was in Cameroon, Africa hunting. So, and that's a whole different world over there too. With so. a bow and arrow. Yeah. Well, Chasing mm-hmm. a lion. Yeah. Did you get it? I did. Really? It, it didn't the, get him. Yeah. I'm, I'm still here today. Here. Yeah, I'm still here. It'd be so. sad if the lion showed up. You're yeah, right, Billy. Right, yeah, right. yeah no. exactly. Laying under the stars and doing some stuff in Africa when there's that kind of stuff around. Yeah, I don't I, I don't purposely do dumb, crazy things, but every once in a while it kind of overlaps and yeah. you just fall into yeah, it. Yeah, I wish I would have uh, found that fact first. I'm sorry. Billy, yeah, would, no have been, Billy would not stop talking if I found that first. Uh, okay, listen, we appreciate it. Tell us one more time on the way out here uh, what you're doing with uh, DiGiorno pizza and uh how people can get involved during sunday's game if any of the kickers uh hit kick a field goal or pat that the attempt doinks and hits the upright or the crossbar free pizza from DiGiorno's pizza all you have to do is visit DiGiorno'sDoinks.com uh for your chance to win and uh you know go um, i'm hoping for a good game and i'm hoping that they they doink an upright so everybody gets uh, some pizza you go to the game um, I've got some things with Gronk that we're going and Whoa. doing. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah, we've got we've got a big kick in that one as well. So I won't be at at the stadium, but I'll be watching attentively for sure. All right, we uh, we appreciate the time, man. We know it's a busy time for you. So uh, thank you. Enjoy retirement. Evil can evil. That's unbelievable. Yeah, you killed yeah. a lion with a bow and arrow. Holy <laughs> fucking shit, Adam Vinatieri. Who knew? Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. All right. Hey, Mikey. Hey. How are you? I am uh, not as good as you. Well, I'm not too good right now because I'm stressed out. I need to get to Syracuse. I'm in Arizona right now. We're wrapping up our coverage from Radio Row. I put in a million texts, phone calls, called it a thousand favors, trying to get myself. I don't trust the airlines right now. I certainly don't you know, trust a connecting flight. And so... I put in a million requests, called it a thousand favors, trying to get myself a private jet. I asked Tua before if I could use his private jet to take me to Syracuse. He said no. I mean, how about that? So, and you know, the funny thing is, I have a Wheels Up account. I mean, it's impossible to say that without sounding juicy, but I just did. So, Mikey, I, I am stressed out beyond belief, and I'm hoping someone, because you sent me a text, I am hoping someone is about to call in and save the day, but I have no idea. He might just be calling in to yell at me. I mean, has someone called in, Mikey? Is that what you're telling me? Someone's on the line. Oh, someone is on the line. Well, this is a call. I don't know if it's exciting or not. I'm not certain if he wants to yell at me. I'm not certain if he's going to hook me up. Yes, hi. Who is this? Sure, guys. It's uh, Van Pelt. How are you, buddy? Uh, hi, Scott. How are you? I, I don't know how you feel about me right now. Sorry. Look, look, listen. I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually. I, I just got to Arizona. I got, I'm coming in hot. Okay, I'm going to the golf. I'm trying to just be a normal citizen, dive in the deep end, have some fun. But you're wearing me out. You need, you need a, you need a plane. You need a plane. I got to get a plane. I, I made a call. Yes. All right. One call. I made one call. What? You're good. All what? Right? Good. We got wheels up. What? Thirty-eight. Okay. SVP. What? Wheels up. Wheels up. Don't cheer for me because this is not for you. All right. I didn't do it for you. I did it for your daughter. Okay. I did it for your girl. That's it. Okay. All right. And for lo- and for love and for love. Can I go to the okay. golf now? All right. You saved my marriage. Yeah. You can go right. golf right. now. Can I, I love you. I'll never ask you another favor. 
Scott, I'll never ask you for another favor in my life until the Masters in a couple of months. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe golf at Augusta, but we'll sort that out then. But you're good for the you're good for the wheels up 138. Oh my God, I love you. Thank you so much. You saved my marriage. Get out of here. Go golfing. Have fun. Holy mother! Bye, Bye Scott. Oh, it's Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. I'm I'm floored. I'm you just never mind. I'm floored. It's amazing. Scott Fampel comes through in the clutch. Can, he, he hates me. I hate you. <laughs> Why do you hate me? Scott Fampel. Oh, my God. This is great. I have an account at Wheels Up. I didn't think to use them. Van Pelt gets it done. He has a different level of stature. Just in general, but certainly within the company of Wheels Up. And he made a phone call knowing because he cares about me. He knows that, well, he cares about my daughter. He knows I need to get to her lacrosse game. I can't miss it. He came through in the clutch. Holy shit, SVP. I'm telling you, of all the things that have happened here on Radio Row, of all the guests we have had on, Scott Van Pelt was the best guest of the week. Stugats here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.